We're live in three, two... We're live, baby. Welcome into Leather Brains. As always, your host, Slapdog, here today. Got some good meat for you, mm. boys. We got a lot of meat today because we are bringing the big old dirty, nasty mock draft. It's mock draft season. It is a time Ooh. where there is a lull in fantasy football. Not a lot is going on right now. So we figured what better way to entertain our listeners than them cheering us on as we do a mock draft. So today we're going to be doing that. We have some news to cover in the NFL that we will be covering here in just a moment. And then we are doing an AMA at the end of the episode, also known as the Brain Busters. Today, thank you. I am not alone. You are welcome. I, I am joined here by Scotty as well as Alan. Unfortunately, Yeti could not make it. There was some family stuff going on, so he is not able to make it. So we will be doing running backs, keep trade cut next week. So we this is this was kind of something we, we had to make a pivot. Uh, we wish Yeti and his family all the best. But today I am joined with both Scotty and Alan. Gentlemen, how are you doing today? Fucking great, well, dude. Whoa. Coming with some I wish I wish Matt was drinking, but other than that, doing well. I kind of wish. I, I liked Matt more as a person when he was drinking. Yeah, hmm. I've got. I could do. I could do a bump of nose candy right on camera if you guys. Whoa! <laughs> I didn't know we were we were going down that road. But yeah, I'd actually like that a lot if you could do that. <clears throat> I actually it's, don't have any. I don't even uh, know. I wouldn't even know how to go about acquiring that. Matt knows this, but I struggle because we golf on Thursdays, and I like to have some beers or whatever while I'm golfing. And Matt's, you know, he's not drinking right now, and it's very tough. Our our, our vibes as a team are a little off at the one's hammered, and the other one's just trying to make a chip shot. <laughs> no, my my vibes are off in life since I stopped drinking, but you know, it's the right thing to do for a time. We'll see when we flood back into it. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I'm glad you're here. Uh, Alan, I think you are drinking, so congratulations to you for that. Yep, thank you. Gentlemen, are we ready to uh, to talk some football today? Let's get it. All right, let's get down to business, baby. Let's get down, let's get down to business. First piece of news. It is rumored that Aaron Rodgers' sis's agent told the Packers to fire Gutkunst, and I probably butchered the <laughs> shit out of that name, but it was the general manager. For the Packers. Oh, my God. I don't know how to say it. I'm going to be completely we need, we need a montage at some point during this year of you saying all the hardest names and just, like, running through you saying some... What was it? Uh, what was the tight end? Uh, oh, uh, Chigazim Okonkwo. Yeah, Okonkwo. Yeah. I got we, it. Jism. We it took a couple together weeks. together a pretty good montage of you because you all you mispronounced some names, but a lot of them are hard, so it's not really your fault. That one, was, that one, I fun. don't think you tried. I don't think you tried on that one. You <laughs> just went for it. You're just, just like, yeah, I just, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> but you I, also I, say things like like stretch of the means, like just make up phrases that no one on earth has ever said. Well, I've said them, so I don't think I, that they're made up. No one else on earth has ever said, <laughs> <laughs> and you made them up. Interesting. Well, uh, whatever this guy's name is, the GM, Aaron Rodgers wanted him fired. He was the GM for the Packers. Is Aaron Rodgers, is he, obviously he didn't get what he wanted, but it makes you wonder, like, is he just the, the king of the crop? He's just the, uh, 
the guy who who gets whatever he wants. It didn't in this instance, but do we think there was some that might be some of the reason why he, he like left? Maybe. Let me let me pose a question to the question. Okay. Would Packers fans also want to fire the GM? Probably. I would say probably. So it's kind of a nothing sandwich. I think he was just. I mean, he's Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, you don't really want to say your boss is fired, but I think most Packers fans wanted him gone. But that's all yeah. I would say. Yeah, I, I uh, like I said, the news right now is is pretty scarce, so we're we're digging we're digging deep, boys. <laughs> uh, well, I, I this isn't also... even NFL news. This next piece. Oh, go for it. Uh, Pat McAfee is going to be an ESPN analyst, so I wouldn't even call that NFL news directly. I mean, he will be an analyst for the nfl but that's news i guess i think they're gonna ruin pat mcafee you think why they're gonna corporatize him what makes him cool is that he's a relatable guy and all he does is talk shit on a show and he seems normal and now they're gonna put him in a studio where he can't curse and it's gonna be weird yeah i don't like that it's not good making it worse well he did the college football stuff too so for espn so i don't know and did they? Is he an analyst, like for the NFL, or is they just buy the rights to his show? The show they bought they the rights Googled. to his show. Yeah, have this to isn't more money for his. Okay, no. this isn't for his it's show. Just for this him. is just as a talent on retainer. Yeah, probably. Mm, so I extra, guess that's cool. Sideshow stuff. That's good. I I did I did read a couple reports coming out from ESPN <clears> because obviously with the landscape of everything, ESPN laid off a ton of fucking people, and so there were some people. There was some disgruntled ex-employees and some current employees like what the fuck are we doing like we just fired a ton of people and now we're bringing in pat mcafee for that's why 85 million <laughs> true <laughs> we had to make room on the budget sheet well honestly with how popular mcafee's gotten it might be a good investment from a business standpoint i mean it still sucks for the people who lost their jobs but yeah i mean if yeah they... I, I guess i next piece of news jesus deandre hopkins he was dropped by the Arizona Cardinals. He's now an unrestricted free agent, meaning he can go to any team he fucking wants. How do you feel? Let's start with you. <laughs> Slaps, how, as, how as are a you Cardinals feeling? Fan. Air quotes. I, air quotes on fan. <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm still I am still gonna represent the Arizona Cardinals, unfortunately. I've decided. I there was okay. a point in time when I first saw this news. I had a thought of just taking all of the Arizona Cardinals gear that I own and burning it in my backyard. Like, I legitimately was just about... And just make a video of it, post it for all the Brainiacs to enjoy and just be fucking done with it. I was so fucking pissed. I'm still pretty upset. I'm still pretty mad. I just don't get it. I really don't get it. I mean, I, I a, a part of me, I think, gets it because it is a shit ton of money. Right, it is a shit ton of money, but we're going to be paying him that anyway. Like he's, we're paying him. So why don't you just keep him on the fucking team? The only reason that I see them doing this is because he is a cancer to their culture that they're trying to build around there. And so maybe they're like, hey, let's just move on from him. Let's cut him. Let him go. What I don't fucking understand is why you cut him and let him fucking go versus trade him for anything. You can't tell me that Amari Cooper, who the Cowboys took a fifth round pick for, you can't tell me DeAndre Hopkins is worth that. I don't know, man. It just pissed me off, and I'm still pretty salty about it. I mean, it's a shitty situation. Um, 
it really is. <laughs> I'm I'm just sitting here and all I can think about because after after they cut him, you know, there are a couple articles that came out that said the Bills and the Chiefs were in legitimate trade talks with the Cardinals. And I at this point I'm just hoping to God he doesn't come to Kansas City because I know that that means you're going to start rooting for Kansas City, and I know that means Kansas City is going to be cursed and burn into hell because that's just what happens. That's kind of why I'm hoping he goes there. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> because then it gives me a reason. So here's – I here okay. I, I, I don't know if I've told this story publicly in on, on the show. I used to be a Texans fan when I first entered my NFL career. I was, an, I was a Texans fan. And then – I was a fan of Hop in college. I was a fan of Watson. Watson couldn't stop touching people. Hopkins went to the Cardinals. I also love J.J. Watt. He went to the Cardinals. I said, this is a pretty easy transition for me. I'm going to go to the Cardinals. So that's kind of what brought me there, right? Now J.J. Watt's retired. D-Hop is gone. And I don't want to be labeled as that guy that's just hopping around from team to team. So I'm going to stick with the Cardinals. Because I think I think here's the thing. We're going to be shitty. I think we're going to tank. That's kind of what I'm hoping for. I'm just hoping that the team continues to tank so we have some great value draft picks this next year. Let's ride. Let's figure it out. And I'll still root for Hopkins wherever he goes because I do like him as a receiver. He's always been super fun to watch. And I think that the Bills and the Chiefs are the forerunners for for obtaining him. So whatever team goes to, I have to find a team to root for this year, fellas, because the Cardinals aren't going to be it. So... This is the best time to root for the Cardinals. This is where you earn your medal as a fan, where you are just in the thick of just bullshit for so long, and you're just like, this blows. And then you come out the other side, and you're like, we have Patrick Mahomes now. And I think you need to go through that journey as a fan. No, we need. I, I want to see you on my screen going and living that journey every Monday when we record. <laughs> I want to see you. You just will, and it's it. not going to be fun for me. It's going to be really <laughs> shitty, and it might happen for years, but... I need something to keep me chained to the NFL. Like even just like as a side team to root for, because if I'm rooting, if you're rooting for dog shit and that's the only thing that you're rooting for every year, it's a sad life. So I need at least like a team that I can just root for on the side. Like I'm going to be a Cardinals fan. I will continue to root for the Cardinals. I'm not leaving them as a team, but it's, it's decisions like this where I don't, I wouldn't blame other Cardinals fans if they finally just threw in the fucking towel because it's decisions like that where I'm just like, dude, you let arguably a top five wide receiver, you just cut him. And that's where I, I have that's where I just think it's just it's just I asinine. I think I think this was more just about the team making another contract with Hop. I don't think many teams are interested in what he's asking for right now. Mm-hmm. So I think, yes, at base level, they probably could have given up something kind of monotonous like just some fifth round pick or like you know but i think it's that contract after the fact that people are scared of how much they're gonna have to leverage to keep him on the team and i don't know who is in position to say yes or no i i do think he ends up with a team not one of the favorites that's my okay i think so too so there, there let's talk about it then because there have been some talks in the league, obviously, the Bills and the Chiefs are, are the main conversation points, which is is fun, right? Because both those teams are certainly contenders. Whatever team he goes to will elevate them to the next level, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What about the Browns? What if he goes back and plays with Deshaun Watson? He's done it before. They Watson has even came out in the public and said, hey, I would like it if he came here and played with me. 
potential landing spot. The Jets have made it clear that they're not interested. Mm-hmm. I and I everybody forgets the Patriots because he said he wants to play with Belichick. They obviously need weapons too. Yeah, they don't have a very good quarterback, so that's why people aren't like knee jerk reaction. Hey, he's probably going to go there, but he does love Belichick. They could pay him. I also think the Bears would be a very interesting spot if they were to pony up. They still have a lot of room. They have they they could sign him and give him what he wants and not extend themselves long term. Those were the two teams that I had in my mind that are he's probably going to end up not. I think it's sexy to tweet about some of these other teams. I don't think it's sexy to talk about the Patriots right now and him get catching balls from Mac Jones. No, because I don't know how many balls Mac Jones can actually get into the hands of D Hop. And I think you know, like nice. for him, like <laughs> you got to think about that, right? Like you don't want to go to a team that's going to be dog shit. He wants to get a ring. So I think that that probably, like, at his point in his career, you take a little bit of a pay cut to try and get yourself a ring. Do you not? It depends. It depends. I, I posed this question the other day when we were talking about it was, everybody thinks that's what everybody wants, but, like, I'd go to, like, a shittier company to make a lot more money, I think. You know, maybe we're not the best company, but I'm making <laughs> a ton of money, and I would be do pretty well there, and I'll still probably make a Pro Bowl, and I still probably get endorsements, so maybe not all bad. Yeah, I, th- I think more, more important to him than winning a ring is playing with a team that he feels has a good cohesive atmosphere like he wants to go in and feel like he's a part of something he hasn't felt that basically in his entire career so he wants to go in and play with someone up and coming with a lot of hype who's excited to be there and I think the Bears are a great option for that I think they're an up-and-coming organization there's a lot of hype around them you're with a quarterback who's you know he's he's capable of putting the team on his shoulders to a degree and he has to prove it this year I think that that team makes a lot of sense but I think it's going to be a team like that where you go in with a lot of hype not a team like Kansas City or Buffalo I think like it's going to be something maybe? yeah the Lions also come to mind yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, like a splash team that you know there's a lot of murmur and chatter about that could be really good and I've been in that camp I've been over there preaching it in the top of the, the rafters so Maybe. I don't know. I, I Look, man, I I want him to find success. I do. I want him to get a ring because he is a really good wide receiver. I'm pretty pissed, though. I, I am pretty pissed. Not at him. I'm pissed at the Cardinals, and it's going to be a rough road ahead. But I will endure it. I will be here. There will be – I'm going to have to pick, like I said. I will root – here's the thing. I'm, I'm just going to say this. Even if he goes to the Chiefs, I'll root for him. I'll root for the success of him. I probably will not become a Chiefs fan, so you don't have to. You don't have to worry about that. Oh, thank God! I think what I'm going to do though is I'm going to have to pick a team. I think we all kind of know what's coming that I'm going to root for this year, in the hopes that they find success. Because I, I hope that the Cardinals fail. I hope that we fail this year, and I'm totally okay with us going three and fifteen or fourteen or whatever it is. I'm fine with that. In fact, I I want that to happen. But I need to root for team success, and I think I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna be a, a pseudo Lions fan this year. I was gonna say we're already a Lions podcast if we just get Matt yeah. on board. It's true. Matt's the only person that vocalizes. He looks like he coaches for the Lions right now. He does. So I'm very confused. Looks like a wide receivers coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, not interested. Thank you for asking. Um, one more tidbit. Uh, in about a week, Hopkins turns 31. I think the contract will be small. Like, I think the contract would be a, like a two year at best. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mm-hmm. probably the most you're going to like. It, has has he hit a ceiling? Perhaps so. Perhaps he's on the that, decline. 
those are those always this is i love this time of the year because you get the anonymous gm the anonymous mm, person I, too, yeah. I love that where they they think you know he's lost the step he doesn't have any separation you're just signing him for his hands only and i'm like okay do, do we whatever. not see what he did for the cardinals last year i mean he yeah, put that offense whatever. on his back while he well was he also sat on the he's, sideline for six weeks because he did drugs. he's right outside of that he's a good piece to add to any team he's going to instantly make that room better it's just I don't think the top, top teams right now, especially in the AFC, have room or are willing to leverage a good portion of their salary cap to get that growth. I always thought it was weird that the Bills did. They have digs. I get it. But I, I, I thought that one was kind of weird. They have another. They have a bunch of other areas I feel like they need to address. But I think yeah. he's going to end up on a lower, a mid-tier team that could pop off but is not going to be a Super Bowl favorite right now. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised by the idea, too, that because I've seen this in several places that he's been kind of a cancer in that locker room. And, you know, Slapdog, you kind of alluded to that, that that's a possibility as well. And watching it on the sidelines, you know, one of the things that we praised him for was the way that he seemed to keep Kyler Murray in check, where, you know, he was the only one who would go up to Kyler and say, get your fucking shit together and stop being a bitch. Like, let's get this done. And Kyler needs that. He needs, you know, he's a great player. He just needs a kick in the ass every now and again, and he wasn't getting it from Kingsbury. So having that there seemed to be beneficial. But it now seems like a lot of people think, okay, maybe there's something wrong with this guy. And he's, you know, he's not uh, not a team player like we thought. Yeah, I, I still hold out that he is. I really do believe that, like, because, we look, actions speak louder than words, right? And and I, I guess I don't know what goes on behind closed doors because I'm not in that locker room. But the way that Kyler Murray acts versus the I, Hopkins acted the way that I wanted my quarterback to act. And you saw it constantly on the sidelines. Like, anytime that he would fuck up, Hopkins would be there, arm on his shoulder, trying to coach him and make this young quarterback try and stabilize him try and coach him up a little bit like and, and we've had previous conversations about this so i have a hard time believing that hop doesn't want success because very clearly he's trying to get somebody who's in my i'm not a big fan of kyler murray i'm not he's pissing me off i'm i'm angry with him he acts like a child grow the fuck up it's time to play football you are at the highest level of the game and you're acting like a teenager sitting at home Play a modern warfare. Grow the fuck up. Mm. So you have D Hop, who's trying to get him to grow up and trying to get him to and teach him how to be a leader. I have a hard time. And like I said, I don't know what's going on behind closed doors. I could be a hundred percent wrong. But the impression that I get from D Hop is not that. It's mm. that he is trying mm-hmm. to his time is up with the Cardinals. I, I mean, very obviously. We but like well, yeah. you could the writing was on the wall. We talked about this all offseason. D Hop's not going to be with the Cardinals. D Hop's not going to be with the Cardinals. We don't think he. We think he's going to get traded. He didn't get traded, but he's not with them anymore because the time was up. They were. They knew they were going to miss their window. It is what it is. I hope he finds success. And that's all I got to say. I'm. Yeah. I don't have this feels like a, a bit of a therapy session. So it's I think done. you should yeah. let it this out. Now that you take I'm this glad opportunity we did this. to get I'm this fine. off your chest. Guys, I'm fine. I I said it. I'm good. We're good. If it makes you feel better, I'm in the exact same boat as a Houston Rockets fan. So I'm I'm struggling as well. Okay. Basketball well, podcast. Not a basketball podcast. Let's talk about Baker okay. Mayfield and Kyle Trask. They're taking equal first team snaps in practice. If you haven't seen the video, you're not missing much <laughs> because it looks like my, like, I was going to say my brother, but my brother's kind of old now. Uh, it looks like a, a maybe like a 15-year-old throwing a ball to a grown man. He's constantly whiffing. He's under-throwing him. It's pretty sad. You ain't missing much. 
Yeah, I mean, the obvious take is that obviously it was a short video. So, okay, anyone can cut clips and make them look terrible. But we all know what you know these talents are, which is not much talent at all. So what I'm more interested in is who's actually going to start. I have a personal investment in this because I have both of them on my dynasty team as my quarterback three combined, and I need to know which one is actually going to play the whole year. And I'm not convinced. I, I think a likely scenario is Baker Mayfield starts the year and it transitions to Trask by the end of the season, which is worst case scenario. I think it's going to be Kyle Trask. I think there's no way it's not Kyle Trask. Like, I, well, I say that I don't. I, I'm not going to definitively plant my. If foot you in do that, that, you have to move Baker before then. Otherwise, he's just going to like take the whole team down with him. Baker's on a one year deal. Like you know, like it. Look, it's a prove it deal. He's got to play or a game. No, or he's two at he's least. proved himself plenty in the NFL, Alan. He's shit. We saw him with the Panthers. <laughs> we saw him with the Browns. We saw him with the Rams. And now we're going to bring playoffs. Him. What? Uh, yeah, the, the Rams him to the playoffs. worked out okay. No, the, uh, he had one game that was really fucking <laughs> cool, and guess what? He was in a brand new offensive scheme, and the defense hadn't seen anything that he did with Sean McVay. It was one game. <clears throat> was awesome. Baker Mayfield is shit. <laughs> Kyle Trask is also he, shit, I, but I'm not going to argue that. Yeah, I don't really have any other thoughts on this other than a piece of anecdotal information about Baker Mayfield is that we're obviously Omaha, Nebraska. We have a lot of ties here. His wife went to Omaha West Side, and mm-hmm. her parents currently live right behind one of my friends. Like their backyards butt up once back yeah. up to one another. And he said he was there, and Baker was throwing footballs in the backyard. So I'm gonna. I've been petitioning him to say play catch with them to see how bad it is. That's that's where so they, they to took the videos back. at. It was at a middle school, <laughs> and he he underthrew all of them. No, it's funny you say that because I actually so I I don't know the house, but I one of my uh, a friend of mine. His family owns a house next door. So they went there for Thanksgiving and his nephew's playing catch with Baker Mayfield. So yeah. it's kind of cool. Mm. It's like we that got is him pretty surrounded. Sweet. We got to get yeah. invited to that Thanksgiving. Yeah, we need to eat some turkey with Baker. Mostly his not wife. If, not after we just said what we said. I won't. I reda- if I eat dinner with Baker Mayfield, I'll redact everything I said. Mm. Okay. That's okay. journalistic integrity right there. It yeah, is. There. I can uh, be bought. I, I think it's going to be Kyle Trask. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be Trask. Like, look, I, I don't think Kyle Trask is good, but I think as an organization, you moved on from Tom Brady. You don't have a quarterback. Kyle Trask is young. Like, why don't you just see what you have in him? Because you know what you have in Baker Mayfield. That organization is not going to go to the playoffs this year. I think we all are, have pretty much joined that train. So why not just let Kyle Trask, let him go in there, fuck it up for half the season, and maybe he can learn something to to at least be something. Because Baker Mayfield's on a one-year one year deal, so he's not going to be around next year. And then what do you do? See, I, I think what you got to do is start Baker, and you, you do that strategically because, number one, you want to see what you have in Baker and maybe see, hey, maybe he's been you know iffy his entire career, but maybe he's got something in the tank. Um, but number two, you – this will be the first time Kyle Trask has an opportunity to compete for the starting spot. So you get to see how he approaches practice and workouts every single day in, in an effort to make his way onto the field. And I think, you know, when Tom Brady was there, that was never going to happen. So this, this is the time for him to prove his worth as a starter. And I think you do that by starting Baker and you accomplish two things uh, with one fell swoop. I, I'm going to be honest, Scotty. I wish you the best in fantasy this year, but I could give a fuck about either of these guys. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, well, I'm hoping I don't have to play either of them as long as Tua and Danny Dimes stay healthy. I'll be honest. Yeah, it's, it's a risk. It is. Yeah. Next piece of news here 99 days until football, baby. 
We are down into the double digits instead of the trips. So let's go. We are. Thank God. Chiefs Lions starting the year. Yeah. That's a rivalry game for me personally. Yeah. I hope they will gnaws on Patrick Mahomes' kneecap. Okay. it, I'm, I'm, I kind of I kind of like the chaos. I kind of want to see the Chiefs lose week one just to see how yeah. mad Matt gets. <laughs> It'll fire if, up the locker room, too. If so it's a win-win. If the Chiefs lose week one, I will support Dan Campbell all year long. No. Oh, my gosh. For I the rest of his career. No. I, I need year. this. Wait, I feel like the year is generous enough. I will be a Lions supporter if they beat the Chiefs. But if the Chiefs win, I am never even going to consider supporting the Lions forever. That's not fair. That's just slaps. Ridiculous. I'm rooting for. I'm rooting Thank for the you, Lions man. week one. I'm also rooting week for the Lions. One. I might even get a Lions hat. Just yet to another wear. yet another comment from the fake Chiefs fan over there, wishing we lose. <laughs> no, betting against them in the playoffs, wishing we lose. It Dude, just, that it's was regular season. That was it's regular season. I was hedging my happiness, and it worked. And I would pay that much again for a Super Bowl. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you really did. Yeah, I was. I also hedged with you mostly because I didn't have anything else to write on. Yeah, I on my way. Yeah. On my way to the sports book, I get a text from Slaps. Hey, throw some money on there for me. <laughs> <laughs> didn't hit. As, as long as Hunter's no. betting against the Chiefs, we're in we're in good shape. I That's did. No I, I did bet against them. Maybe yeah, this year I won't. Keep doing that. Last piece of news: Coach Robert Salah said today that he is very optimistic that Jets running back Brees Hall will be ready Week One. We've said it before. This is coach speak. We are in the middle of the nothing. So anything is news. So I yeah, don't I'm, really care. I'm yeah, I'm sure. Brees Hall, he's also growing a third arm. We'll see it. Yeah. Week one. Okay, I'm very cool. optimistic. I'm very optimistic. My back won't hurt when I get up in the morning, but I'm in my <laughs> mid thirties and God knows. So who, I don't know. Like I can say whatever I want now. Yep. The rules just whatever. don't matter. I hope and, he is back healthy because the no, Jets will need him week one because they get the bills right away. And yeah. I'd like to see strength on strength right away. I would too. I And I, I truthfully, I do hope that he's he plays as well because they got a tough schedule. And I think the mm-hmm. Jets could be fun this year. And if here. OK, like this is before we move on to to uh, doing our mock draft. What if and I'm not saying Matt Ryan is is and I, I'm not trying to compare it, but like. What happens if Aaron Rodgers is like the Matt Ryan when Matt Ryan went to the Colts? Mm. I think if? there's there's too much talent there for that to happen. I, I think the most likely scenario is Aaron Rodgers comes in and plays above average football, and above average football from the quarterback position there is better than they've had in like a billion years. So I think their offense is going to be better, but the schedule is tough, and that's that's where you run into the issues. So it's they might still suck on paper, uh, in terms of their schedule, but I think they're going to be a great team. You yeah. think that the NFL, when they were making the schedule, they're like, let's load these motherfuckers up because Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is going here. Yeah, that's conspiracy. They, well, yeah, they got to do it for storylines. Rumor has it. Rumor has they, it that, that they did. Rumor has it. Well, they're an entertainment. Every All these professional leagues are entertainment. They got it. They don't want to put like Jets you know, mission middle school week one. Cause they're like, okay, well not many people are going to watch. We got to have, we got to see him against the best. That's star power. Now I'd watch. Yeah. They just put him against the best almost every week. So it's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's a tough yeah, run. Just, for a all he has to do, all he has to do is put up better stats than Mark Sanchez ever did. And he's, I think that's fine. The best quarterback the jets have ever had. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, he's fine. Pretty much. <laughs> all right, fellas, let's, uh, let's move over to our mock draft. Let's do it. So we got the mock draft board up, as everybody can see. 
And uh, Scotty, you have the second pick. I have the seventh pick. And Alan has the ninth pick. We're doing till the end of the eighth round. Okay. So uh, let's just start this thing. Let's go. Are we all ready? Kick it off, bro. Great. Oh, Chris- Christian McCaffrey's, Christian McCaffrey's off, the off the board. Look at that. They, they saved you because yeah, you were going to take him. No, I don't think I was going to take him. Yes, so, no, no, I wasn't. Um, are there no rookies on this list? Uh, you're going to take call. a rookie right here? Well, I'm just, I'm just, there looking. are, there oh, are, yeah, there are. They're He's on just there. further down the list than this I This is would. redraft, by the way. Him. I don't know if I stated that, but we're, we're doing a redraft mock. Yeah. Go ahead, so, go ahead and reach. Well, here's the thing. I actually think there's a pretty good argument to take Bajan here. Um, I really do, just because I think the volume is going to be insane. I think he's going to be in the top five running backs easily, um, and I think he has potential to be top of the board there. But with that said, I have a strategy going into redraft leagues this year, and it involves me taking a receiver early, so I'm going to go ahead and jump on the Jamar Chase train. Okay, so Jamar Chase went, John Taylor, Justin Jefferson, Austin Eckler, Cooper Cup, and now it is on to me. ADP-wise, Travis Kelsey is the best option here, but I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it because the wheels have to fall off sometime. He's getting older. D-Hop might end up going to the Chiefs. We don't know. And by the time actual redrafts come around, we will know. But I'm not going to touch him. So you know what I'm going to do, fellas? I'm going to take Stephon Diggs. And then Tyreek Hill goes next. Not bad. Well, I'm going to, for position and value, I'm definitely going to take Kelsey here. Also, yeah, great. He's great still going to get, he's still going to get a lot of looks. Even if he loses a step, his, his volume in this offense is still going to be high. If Kadarius Tony is going to remain the one. So I will go ahead and take Travis Kelsey. I think Travis Kelsey is still a top five pick this year. He's pretty much locked in for 1200 yards receiving and eight touchdowns so i tell d hop goes there and travis kelsey tears acl week one whoa whoa aj brown is yeah. next and derrick henry and the ball is back in allen's court okay so i did have some strategy here and i actually do like Bijan right in this window i agree i think i think late first early second also the running back room is going to get kind of slim we do know how deep there is it is at wide receiver i technically have a wide receiver one already on the board i think some people in redraft kind of get scared looking at their roster like oh god i gotta get a wide receiver right now you're just looking for production at this point i'm going to do it just because i'm squirrely and this is fun and i'm gonna go ahead and take him okay so bajan Devonte adams off the board it is back to old slap dog currently i only have stefan diggs I think um, I got to do it, fellas. I think I got to take Saquon Barkley. I think yeah, that I is that is I exactly would. where I'm going to go here. So I'm going to take that. And then we have Josh was... Allen, <clears throat> Nick Chubb, CeeDee Lamb, Najee, and it is back to you, Scotty. Back. If I was in your spot there, Slaps, I was going to say Chubb or Barkley for sure. You had yeah, to. I think it's, I think it's got to be Barkley, man. His The only thing the, – the I don't want to say a concern for me, but one of the issues for me with Chubb is um, his PPR value. So Saquon, he catches a lot of balls out the backfield. We've seen Kareem Hunt, who's no longer there, but him and Chubb kind of split it. So, Scotty, sorry, go ahead. Uh, you're good. I mean, normally right now, so my, my general it. 
thought process going into redrafts is in the first round trying to secure a running back because there are so many opportunities for wide receivers. But honestly, going into 2023, I'm beginning to switch a little bit on that. I am too. now running backs, I mean, if you get one of the top five, then that's great. But outside of that, they're all committees. It makes it tough. Um, I think I am going to secure Amon Ross St. Brown here. And uh, the reason for that is because with J-Mo being suspended, I think Amon Ross is going to secure that spot as the number one wide receiver in that offense. And I, I, I don't see that changing throughout the season. Okay. Patrick Mahomes is off the board as well as Josh Jacobs. Scotty, it's back to you. You have two wide receivers currently, Jamar Chase and Amon Ross St. Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there are a lot of, I mean, Jalen Waddle's still at the top of the board. He is a great one to choose to. Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and take Brees Hall here. Um, try and secure a running back. Hope he comes back healthy. I hope he doesn't play week one. I hope they, they hold him out a little bit and let him recover fully, but I think that's going to be a good pick in the long run. Okay. Brees Hall was taken by you, Scotty. Then we got T. Higgins, Dalvin Cook, Debo, and Jalen Waddle. It is me on the board. I have Diggs and Barkley. This is where things get interesting. You can make some moves. You can make some arguments on a couple different guys. Jalen Hurts is sitting there. He's a really, really fun prospect. And, fellas, I think I, uh, I, think I know where you're going to go. I, I might I, hold Mark it. Andrews is somebody that I'm interested in as well. I'm not going to lie to you. I think he, he didn't do great this last year. Uh, he struggled with injury. Lamar was out. But I think OBJ coming in and is, is going to help spell that with a healthy Bateman. And, and they have Zay Flowers as well. So I think I think Mark Andrews is in a really good spot. But I think I'm going to take Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts is, uh, you know, he, he was getting, he was a touchdown magnet last year with his rushing upside. I'm going to take Hurts. And then we got Kenneth Walker off the board. Allen, it's to you. You have only chosen Travis Kelsey and Bajon Robinson. Mm-hmm. 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 I have options. Um, I do need a quarterback, and there's a good quarterback sitting there. Um, looking at value, I really want it. Like, I thought you were going to go like somebody like Pollard just to get squirrely. Um, uh, I think at this point, if this is me drafting, I'm going to take a quarterback I probably would have taken before Hurts, so I'm going to go ahead and do it now. You would take Joe Burrow before Hurts? Yeah. Why? I'm just curious. Um, I think um, he's got the. I think he has got the team around him, determination, and I think his two wide receivers are just three. His top three are like unreal. Um, and that's what I think he he's going to put up more. Okay. I mean, the rushing. You look at it like Joe Burrow is a phenomenal pocket passer, but his rush, rushing upside is limited. So that's that's just where I find it to be. I'm not saying it's right or wrong because I think they're both phenomenal quarterbacks. I would just prefer, for fantasy purposes, the rushing upside of Jalen Hurts. I also think there's going to be a regression. Okay. Well, then I would hope that uh, I don't hope that there is because he's my, <laughs> my dynasty quarterback. But I hope that if you were to choose Joe Burrow over Jalen Hurts, there would be regression. So mm-hmm. Mark Andrews was chosen next. Joe Mixon after that. And then it's back to you, Alan. You still have not chosen a wide receiver, but you have I Joe know. Burrow, Bajan, and Kelsey. Yep. I'm going to go ahead and take – I. it's a roll of the dice, but I got to hope he stays healthy. But also looking at who's going to give him the ball, I'm going to have to do it and take Keenan Allen. Mm. Keenan Allen, I uh, that is surprising. Man, the health thing just concerns me. He's getting old, but I, you got to looking at the wide receivers. I don't hate it. I think there was other people that I would choose and will probably choose here. Um, Aaron Jones was taken right after your Keenan Allen pick, and I'm on the board. ADP wise, Travis Etienne is the best pick for me. 
But there is some concern there with Bigsby. So mm-hmm. that's their rookie running back that they just drafted this year. I think I'm going to go back to the well, fellas. I think I'm going to, uh, man. Take Hopkins. Do I just take Justin Herbert? Do I just have two quarterbacks in a non-super flex league, you think? <laughs> you got trade value there. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take Wilson as a wide receiver yeah. too. Garrett Wilson, yeah. I think the upside there could be immense. So I, his yeah. ceiling is really high, and I, I think uh, it, it's gonna be worth it for me. So I'll do that. Tony Pollard <laughs> was taken. Travis Etienne, Metcalf, and Herbert. Scotty, it's back to you. Your roster is currently Brees Hall, Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Jamar Chase. Yeah, yeah, you sniped me there because I was gonna grab Garrett Wilson. I think Garrett Wilson is gonna be the new Devontae Adams, Taron Rodgers. I think I think he has proven to be the top tier talent in that offense, and I think he is gonna go off this season. Uh, though there is a lot of target competition there, but I I'd be happy with that pick. Um, now I've got a couple options here. I typically don't do this, but I just think that um, that securing a top tier tight end uh, while I still can is not a bad move, especially because I'm right at the turn. So I get to pick again, but picking George Kittle up, I think that's going to be a good bet. Obviously they have some quarterback questions there, but ultimately that is a Super Bowl contending team, no matter who's under center. And I want to get on board with that while I can. Okay. Javante is picked right after Kittle and Devonte Smith and it's back to you, Scotty. Yeah, now I'm going to jump on Ramondre. I think Ramondre is going to have a career season this year. Uh, he is going to be a one of the few bell cows in the NFL, uh, and I think he's going to kick ass. So I'm going to jump on that opportunity while I while I have it, especially considering Brees Hall might be out for a little bit. Okay, so you've got uh, right after you pick Stevenson, you got D Hop, who is still currently not on a team. TJ Hawkinson, DeAndre Swift, and Mike Evans were taken, and it's back to me. My roster is Stephon Diggs, Saquon Barkley, Jalen Hurts, and Garrett Wilson. ADP-wise, Terry McLaurin is top of the top of the board. I have not been a McLaurin supporter for a while, and I don't think I'm going to start today. I don't think it's. It, I don't think today's going to be the day, fellas. I think I'm going to take man. Amari Cooper's still there. That's pretty enticing with Deshaun Watson, uh, you know, maybe a reunion, a revival of sorts. But I think I'm going to take DJ Moore. I think I'm going to buy in. I think uh, if Justin Fields can can get it done, I think DJ Moore is a great own. So that's who I'm rolling with. And Amari Cooper was taken right after my Moore pick. And it's up to you, Alan. You're muted, my friend. Sorry, my my cat's making noises at my door. And I'm not sure if it was loud enough for you all to hear. Um <laughs> I like the pick. Also funny that he went right afterwards. Also not a scary Terry supporter myself, uh, but I am going to go wide receiver again. And this is mainly because I like who is now in town and I hope I'm very hopeful that they gunsling. So I'm going to go mm. with Chris Olave. Okay. Chris Olave. And then after that is Godwin and scary Terry. So you didn't have to, didn't even have to contemplate it, Allen. And your roster is currently Keenan Allen, Olave, Burrow, Bajan, and Kelsey. I was hoping this would have been this would have been taken care of for me, but it is not. Not a super flex. Um, it is not a super flex. Not a super flex. Um, I was making a list of players. Are you checking it twice? This is this is the part of drafting that gets because you can either get you can keep going conservative, or you can risk it to get the biscuit. I am probably if we were going to do this all the way out, I would probably take him here just for value and just for that reasons that you said, and because he blew up and I'd be interested. <clears throat> but I'm going to take Justin too. I'm going to take two. 
just mm, okay. and also also if Burrow goes down, I I need insurance across the board, so I'm gonna go for it. That's pretty fucked up, bro. <laughs> so Justin Fields was taken, and then Michael Pittman, and I'm on the board. This is shitty. I, Scotty, I think what I'm going to do, I think I'm going to leave Kyle Pitts for you. I know you already have one tight end, but I really think yeah. you should pick him up. So I think <laughs> I'm going to leave Kyle Pitts. <laughs> that's part of the reason why I picked Kittle early, because <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to I don't want to play in that game. position. Yeah. Okay. That's probably a good call. I'm going to take Miles Sanders. I'm going to take Miles Sanders as my RB2. He's somebody, I think the the volume play there is is going to be Ooh. pretty immense with the Panthers. So I, it was a little bit of a reach, but I, I, I'm excited for what Sanders could do for the Panthers this year. Because they don't have anybody. So after Sanders goes, we have Alvin Kamara, Lamar Jackson, James Conner, and Kyle Pitts. Scotty, it is over to you, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, here I'm going to go with Jerry Judy. Um, I just think that this Broncos offense has nowhere to go but up. And Jerry Judy, just with elite separation, I think, you know, Yeti pointed out in the last episode that uh, that he and Sutton actually had pretty similar target numbers. But when it comes down to it, the eye test, Jerry Judy is clearly the number one wide receiver on this team. I think the Broncos are going to take a big step forward now with Russell Wilson having a year under his belt there and a new coaching staff. So I see Jerry Judy having another career season and uh, and really going off. Okay. Right after Jerry Judy goes, we have Mike Williams and Damian Pierce. Scotty, it's back to you. Currently, you have three wide receivers in Jamar Chase, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Jerry Judy. You have two running backs, Brees Hall and Romandre, and your tight end position is also filled with Kittle. Where you are lacking is quarterback. You going to take mm. one here? I am going to take one here. Uh, I'm going to pick up Trevor Lawrence. I think after him, there's a big sort of teardrop. Um, so I wanted to normally I wait till the end in one quarterback leagues to grab a quarterback just because they're not nearly as valuable. A lot of quarterbacks are serviceable, but when it comes to Trevor Lawrence, I mean, he's kind of the last one in that top tier of quarterbacks that haven't been taken yet. And so I'm going to jump on that chance. Okay. You've now officially filled out your full roster moving on after your Lawrence pick. We have Calvin Ridley, David Montgomery, Cam Akers, Dallas Goddard it is to me I was pretty sad I saw Dallas Goddard there he's somebody that I'm very excited about I would have loved to have a Jalen Hurts Dallas Goddard stack because the tight end position is a crapshoot anyway so I think that's a really really sneaky a a sneaky stack there if you can do it because if you're not going to get a Kelsey or a Mark Andrews I think Goddard is certainly Mm -hmm. in the top five conversation and to stack him with Jalen Hurts is just that that's a sneaky play that I really really enjoy um okay so looking at my roster, Stefan Diggs, Garrett Wilson, and DJ Moore are my three wide receivers right now. I have two running backs in Saquon and Miles Sanders, and I have a quarterback in Jalen Hurts. I have a flex position left and a tight end position left, fellas. Darren Waller's sitting there, and it's pretty, it's pretty enticing. He's going to be the wide receiver one for the Giants, but I have a lot of concern with his health. I'm not going to lie to you. Darren Waller has struggled to stay healthy. He's getting older, and with him being the wide receiver one, I think that that offense could struggle because he will be blanketed. And I already have Saquon. I don't really know if I want to buy fully in on the Giants offense. It's just kind of a scary thing. I'm going to go to my hometown hero here. I'm going to take Hollywood Brown. (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. Wide receiver one on the worst team in the league. Yep. Someone's got to do it. He was the wide receiver one. He's the wide receiver one. wide receiver one. So he's still Dar- wide receiver one. Yeah, Darren Waller was taken right after that pick. And Allen, it is to you. Oh boy. Um yeah, I wasn't trying to fill out my roster. I was just going for like strategy, so I'm not even gonna fill out my roster by the time we get to the end of this, which is hilarious. Um just pick some kickers then. I should. Mm, I should do that. The giver. Um 
Okay, looking at needs, I kind of want to go wide receiver here. Um, just seeing what's coming up. Looking at who's picking after me, he's already taken a few wide receivers, so I don't know what he's going to reach for. He needs a quarterback. He does need a quarterback. Um, should I t- <laughs> should I take should I take Zeke since he doesn't have a team and just give him a team, which would be my team. <laughs> you could. I don't know how much usability you'll have, but. Um, so I'm, I'm happy he's still here. I think this is good value at this point in the draft. I feel like that he's still sitting here. Obviously hope that he is healthy and benefits from some of the additions that they have in Baltimore, but I would take a flyer on JK at this point. 100%. I like JK Dobbins. That's a good pick for you. You needed a running back too. I thought good about pick. taking him before Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Uh, team 10 takes Dak Prescott, bringing it back to you. Allen for the last pick of our little mock draft here. And just because I am a through-and-through through Detroit supporter, I'm going to take my man, Gibbs. <laughs> Let's go. I, Gibbs is another one that I think a lot, he, he's going to be in those later rounds. Very obviously, he's in the eighth round, and he could find himself having a, a lot of value in that offense. Yeah. So I, I like that pick a lot. Good value pick. Next up after Gibbs is Tua, and that brings it to me. Old slap dog here. I need a tight end. I got to finish out my roster here, so I'm going to go look at the tight ends currently available, and they're all pretty gross. They're all kind of like, eh, we'll see what happens. The doctor, Dalton Schultz, is still there. Evan Ingram. I think I'm going to take Evan Ingram. I think he's who I'm going to round this out with. He uh, he kind of went off at the end of the year, and yeah. tight ends are crapshoot anyway. I'll I'll risk it and uh, and get, get old Evan Ingram there. Uh, right after Evan Ingram, Allen. Your wish has been granted. Ezekiel Elliott was taken off the board. And then the Dr. Schultz, Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I tried to make it through that without sneezing. I was so close. And George Pickens. <laughs> George Pickens. So, Scotty, it's back to you. Your roster is Jamar Chase, Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Jerry Judy at wide receiver. Your quarterback being Trevor Lawrence. Two running backs in Romandre and Brees Hall. And then you have George Kittle. So this is a flex position for you. Mm-hmm. You got some freedom. I do have some freedom here, and here, here's what's interesting because I'm, I am eyeing Isaiah Pacheco here just because I know he is going to be the running back one in that offense. He is going, the offense is going to run through him to the degree that you know they run the ball, which isn't huge. But I do like Isaiah Pacheco here. I'm also eyeing Christian Kirk here for that sneaky stack on some weeks when you know preparing for bye weeks for the Bengals and the Lions, being able to throw somebody in that I think is going to make a big difference in those bye weeks. And I think that's what I'm going to do it because I risk I risk it to get the biscuit. Okay. So you took Christian Kirk, and then Pat Fryermuth was the last pick in the Mr. draft. What we're gonna do? What we're gonna do? is we're going to post these on to Twitter. We'll post it sometime later this week, and uh, and we'll let you guys vote as to who the uh, who won this this draft. So that concludes our mock draft, and now it is time to get to the Brain Busters. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. I almost forgot to do it. I was like doing three different things at once. That was timing. Was it good? It sounded good in my head. Phones. It was perfect. To anyone not perfect. listening live, perfect. Perfect. God, we have a good editor. Damn straight. All right, <laughs> we got some questions. We got some questions from you, brainiacs out there. We appreciate all of the questions. So the first question we had is: If you had to replace the slogans on the backs of NFL helmets, excuse me. Like the the ones that say "end racism, love." Which one of these phrases would you choose? 
and I couldn't fit it on the banner here because there was a lot of <laughs> phrases. The first one being live, laugh, lesbians. Mm, classic. Second one being two in the pink. <laughs> Goodell has a micro penis. Oh. Krusty Krab is unfair. Wheezy F, baby. Morality as a concept is but subjective framing, largely born from ignorance and one's own mental and physical limitations, and as such cannot function as a legitimate standard when engaging in high-level discourse regarding complex issues. Mm. And the last one, where the fuck is the (laughs) G-spot? This this question comes from Garage Kid. I think your name (laughs) largely uh, resonates with me. Hmm. Alan, which one are you going to choose? Um, so I would, if I, if like my team is going to do this, so let's say we're on a team, I'd want one of you to, to have where the fuck is the G spot. And then my helmet would say G spot. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So here's what you can do <laughs> mm. because you have to choose one. But what you could do is just okay. rub out, rub Straight out where that. is the, and then you just have G spot on the back for yours. Yeah. I just want G spot okay. on mine and somebody have where the fuck is the G spot. I like that one. <laughs> Like and your that. celebration when you score, you go hide behind the goalpost and the whole team points at you. Oh, God. That this is, is brilliant. A good celebration. Brilliant. Yeah. Scotty, what are you choosing? Um, I'm going to go with the good old-fashioned uh, Goodell has a micro penis. I think that is uh, going to put the commissioner in his place. I think a lot of the fans can get on board with that one. It's really going to bring the fan base mm-hmm. together. You know, a lot of a lot of this stuff, uh, you know, putting these slogans on the field and on helmets, it caused some divisiveness among NFL fans. Yeah. But now we can all come together and appreciate the fact that Roger Goodell has a micro penis. Yeah, I, nothing brought me more joy than just a guttural boo at the NFL draft. I I loved it. It was incredible. I do like this one quite a bit. I really want to say, I I also want to choose where the fuck is the G spot. I think that one's awesome, Um, but it's already been taken. So my team has to choose a different one. I I understand that. So I think I'm going to do two in the pink. Mm. I think that's the one I'm going to roll with. And then what we're going to do is we're going to, our gloves are going to be painted. Like, oh, like Tyreek so like, Hill, except cooler. Yeah, and that'll just kind of be us. They'll be, and they'll the the two pointer fingers together, like your pointer finger and your middle finger together. Those will be pink, and then your pinky finger color will be pink, <sighs> and the rest will be wow, white, pinky finger should whatever be whatever team color. The pinky, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, brown. Be brown. Yeah, thank you. Two two in the poop. One in the shoot. No, they no, they no, make two in two in the shoot. One in the poop. <laughs> just just make something happen. They make golf clubs like that. Yeah, I've that seen like those. That. They do. By the way, yeah. yeah, they're dope. I might get pretty sweet. All right, we'll talk about that off air. All right, <laughs> All right cool. next question comes from Yeti Spaghetti, the guy who couldn't be here, but he wanted to get our thoughts and opinions. He said, "Who do you like to win the Super Bowl outside of the obvious favorites, like the Chiefs, Eagles, Bills, Bengals, 49ers? Those are all obvious guys, so we have to choose a team that is not too obvious." Scotty, we will start with you. Uh, yeah, I think uh, you got to go with the New York Jets. I think that outside of those teams, they are by far the most complete team with a ton of weapons. They have a seasoned quarterback now. They've got a great defense. Um, so I think that they are going to be right up there. The question is, can they pull out the tough wins all year? And that's going to make it or break it for them. Alan, please tell them the correct answer. <laughs> what do you want me to say? That What do you want me to say? The Lions? Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the Lions. I think I'm going to stay in that division, though, and say the uh, the Dolphins. I think if that defense can figure it shit out and put the clamps down, I I really like what that team can do 
and what they're built for and the weapons they have. I think mm. sneaky, sneaky in my opinion. Yeah, they'd be my next one. I don't know if the Vikings count. I don't know where you put the Vikings because nobody's rooting for them. Nobody says that they're good, but then they they started off hot last year. They've got a new wide receiver. Uh, the Vikings would be really fun. Their defense is horrible, so I don't really see that actually realistically happening. I want to say I want to be a homer and say the Lions because their defense started to figure it out, and I think that I I do firmly believe that the Lions are a playoff team. I firmly believe that. Um, so who do you like to win the playoffs uh, or the Super Bowl? I'm gonna fuck it. I'm gonna say the Lions. I'm just gonna say the Lions. Yeah, I was gonna say the Vikings are gonna move Dalvin too. Yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna look a little different, and so that'll be interesting to see how they move forward too. Mm-hmm. Next question comes from Important Quarter One Eight One. He's in a Dynasty Superflex league, fellas, and he wants to know: Should he take Kyle Pitts or Matt Stafford plus a twenty twenty four first round pick? I'm gonna go first. Normally, I would give this to you, Scotty, because I know you're a Kyle Pitts supporter. I know you're you y'all got a bromance going on. I understand mm-hmm. that. I'm gonna say Stafford in the twenty twenty four first. I'm just gonna do it. I am. It's basically the first. You're just taking. Yeah, the first. no, but it's it you're is a superflex league, so you have you have yeah. a starting quarterback. I'm not gonna say he's a an elite starting quarterback, but he is a starting quarterback. But yes, that 2024 first is what I'm most optimistic about. Kyle Pitts has not done it. Kyle Pitts has he's supposed to have done it for the last three years now, and he hasn't done it yet. He's got Desmond Ritter as a quarterback who is largely unproven, and there's a lot of skepticism around it. I'm gonna cut my ties and move on. I think I think this move right here is the cut ties and move on, and I would be willing to do that. So I would take Stafford in the 2024 first. Alan, I would also agree. I think leveraging your dynasty for next year is, especially in that first round, is going to be very, very, very important. <clears throat> I think there's a lot of good quarterbacks that are going to be there. There's a lot of good skill position people that are going to be there, and I would take the promise of tomorrow of that first round pick over what I feel like I think I might be getting out of pits. Yeah. Okay. That's my Scotty. Are you sweep. letting him go? I am letting him go here. I, I think Stafford's got a good opportunity to have, I think he's only got a couple more years left in the league, but I think this one could be a big one. Assuming Cooper cup stays healthy. Um, you know, Cooper cup could have another, you know, 1400 yard season for all we know. And he's the only receiver there. So I mean, it's going to benefit him well, but I think uh, if Cooper cup goes off, Stafford's going to have a good year. And then there are just so many, good options coming into the league in 2024 especially if that's an early pick that could be a like a complete team changer um and then like you said kyle pitts i mean i love him as a talent i think if the falcons went out and picked up Derek carr or jimmy g i think i'm way more optimistic about him but in that current situation they're going to run the ball 80 percent of the time in that offense picking up Bajan proves that they're going to do that i just think kyle pitts is going to have a lot of quality targets but a lot in air quotes there because it's really not going to be very much they're just not going to throw the ball okay Next question comes from Far Platypus nine two three five. He's in a twelve team Superflex league, and he owns Rashi Rice. And he wants to know: Should he trade Rashi Rice for a twenty twenty four second and a twenty twenty four three zero one? Alan, I was worried you're going to give it to me first. I wanted to hear somebody else's take on this because uh, I'm torn. Um, I think the Chiefs really like him. Uh, I think that wide receiver room for the Chiefs has a lot more question marks than it does have answers, and I would be I would rather have Rice over maybe somebody in the second or third. Rashi Rice did go in the second round this year. 
Yeah, he was. He was I would, mid. I would mid second. I would much rather have him now in his situation. The Chiefs liked him. All the talk coming out of the pre-draft, draft, and then post, and then so far through camp is that they like him. So I would stick. I would stay there. Okay, Scotty, are you keeping Rice? Are you moving on? Nope, I agree. I'm keeping Rice. If anything, it's just because um, you know, like Alan said, there are so many question marks in this offense that. You know, you can look at that as saying, okay, who is going to get the ball? It's going to be hard to decide week to week. Or you can look at that as saying there's a void here for someone to step into. And Rashi Rice, you know, for all we know, could have the potential to do that. Maybe not this year, but in years to come. So I think the dart throw on one of the best offenses in the league is worth the risk. I'm taking the picks. I'm just going to take the picks. I I don't, to be completely honest with you, I don't want any part of that Chiefs offense if their names are not Patrick Mahomes or Travis Kelsey. So I, I understand that there is a, a hole to fill at wide receiver, but we look at it from a fantasy football perspective and Patrick Mahomes did it. He was able to spread the ball very effectively. That was one of the concerns when Tyreek Hill left, who's he going to throw the ball to? He throws it to everyone and he doesn't do it consistently. He'll throw it to MVS eight times in a game and he'll catch all eight. And the next time MVS gets three targets. So that offense is very systematic. It flows through Travis Kelsey and I just don't know if Rashi Rice is going to have I don't know I and that's that's large I mean none of us know we're all just sitting here kind of speculating but to have an early third round and in a second rounder you already paid a second rounder for Rashi Rice and you look at this offense what happens if D hop does go there right like I I mean yeah. we're hoping he doesn't you guys hope he doesn't but it, it, it's D hop it's MVS it's um Sky Moore. Sky Moore, thank you. Uh, and then maybe Rashi Rice is the wide receiver three, maybe Scantling, skate MBS, yeah, MBS, Tyreek. Oh, I didn't hear you say MBS. Yeah. So uh, realistically, like he's a wide receiver three right now. He might beat out Sky Moore, but MBS is going to be on the field. We know that. So I, I would, I would take the picks personally. That's just my take on it. Um, but these guys, these guys disagree. Yeah, he would be for Tony. Tony oh yeah, Kadarius MBS, Tony. Yeah, he would be fourth. Yeah, I forgot. Sorry, I forgot mm-hmm. Tony. So. Yeah, I I think realistically, Kadarius Tony's got the wide receiver one spot locked down, and I think the rest of it is completely up in the air. I mean, MBS is you know kind of a veteran, but it's not like he's spectacular in any way, shape, or form. So I think any one of these rookie guys, I think Sky Moore has a chance to really take a step up here. I think Rashi Rice's attempt to make a make a name for himself, and they're playing with the best quarterback who's ever played the game potentially. So I even if they take a you know, a moderate step forward and become a usable piece of this offense. The touchdown equity is going to be huge. The opportunity is going to be huge. That's why I think, you know, there obviously is a chance that we don't know just like last year, who's going to catch the ball every week, but just for the chance to become a staple in that offense, I think it's worth the dart throw. Okay. Last question comes from slower turtle light. What a name, which would you rather have to be random? Sorry. Would you rather your weekly paycheck be random and it ranges from zero to double your paycheck? Or would you rather what you eat every night for dinner be completely random? We'll start with you, Scotty. Mm, this is an odd question. But this is an odd question. It's kind of fun. I'm trying <clears> to think of to... the, the pros and cons. I don't really know. It seems like, so I guess if it's truly random on your paycheck, there's a chance for like three months you could get zero dollars. There's also a chance you could get double your paycheck. Yeah, I know, but it's not like I'm making a shitload of money that that's going to change my life. So 
and what I eat for dinner is pretty much random for me every night because I have a loving wife who likes to make dinner, and I have no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no it could be like roadkill one night. I would think. Oh, like, it, like not even food. Yeah, it like could it be, could be like a tire. Oh. It could be shit. It could be Alan's shit. My well, shit yeah. could end up on your. I assumed it would be food, just random yeah, and I assumed it would be bad food. food as well. Can we make it food? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm still an adult. I could just go you, buy a different dinner if it's roadkill. If you have to eat tires for two months, you're not seeing the two zero paychecks <laughs> anyways. So I don't know. You're kind of. Okay, I'll say this. If it has a chance to not be edible, then I'll go with the. Paycheck. We'll say it's edible, but okay. like it could be like I think roadkill is still on the table. Literally. Yeah. Like cooked. Like it's not going to make me ill. It just might be gross. No. Yeah, it'll be gross. Yeah, it'll be gross. In like one night, you might just have, and you also got to think it's not like a. It might not be a full meal. You could just have a a, a corn, a fup cup of Jello, <laughs> or a, a fun tom- cup. What, what are those a little fuck. cups? A fuck cup? No, I meant to a- say fun cup, but fup came out. <laughs> or it could be a tomahawk steak. Or it could I'm be yeah. go for the random dinner. I'm gonna go for the random dinner on the off chance I get like some just amazing food at some point. Yeah, I think so too. I think I'm gonna take the paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> You don't want roadkill, you pussy? No, if I want a roadkiller, I could get that pretty easily. It would be cool just to, like, you wake up and you check your bank account. Yeah, the days... I think it'll balance out. I don't know that because I don't know the rules of the well, system. Well, that's, that's but, like, what I, I was going to say when I started is that, like, okay, if it balances out, which odds are it will, but there's also a chance that it totally fucks you over forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess I didn't think about how long that We, was. uh... But what if so you we, what if you get a new job and you and they tell you okay you went from like a forty thousand dollar a year job to an eighty thousand dollar a year job now what you've done is still you have the possibility to make no money <laughs> or you have the potential to make one hundred sixty thousand dollars a year. So I always think about this when I talk about the random because we went to Baltimore, uh, Matt, with your brother. We went to meet one of our friends and we always do this thing when we go out where. We just throw our cards. It's card roulette. You throw your cards in the hat, pull one out. That's who's paying. And so we went out for a full night and we went to like the first six bars we went to. My card got pulled every time. Damn. So I basically <laughs> paid for a whole night out. And I was like, each time after the third time, I was like, no way it's me again. No way it's me again. No way it's me again. So there's potential that you make zero dollars and you are actually eating roadkill that you didn't want to eat anyways. So <laughs> Yeah, because it's your only option. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm going with the dinner for sure. I'm doing the money, man. Like, <laughs> it, I think that's just more fun. Fair, gross. Okay. Fair, fair, fair. Okay. That's all the time that we have. That is all the questions that we have time for. We have a few lingering that we will answer next week. So if you didn't get to yours, we will get it next week. I promise you. Next week, Yeti will be back as well, and we will be covering the running back section for keep trade cut. So we're going to go over some running backs and we're going to kind of play. Do we keep them or do we cut them? So we will do that next week. So tune in for that. That will end the series because we did quarterbacks and running backs. We're not going to do tight ends. I'm just going to be completely upfront about it. Oh. Sorry. Mm. Tight ends are a position. Are four of them. Yeah, there's, but there's not a whole lot. So, all right, fellas, is there anything else that, that we need to cover here? Mm. I just want to, to remind our listeners that Roger Goodell has a micro penis. He does. Mm-hmm. He does. My crappiness. Appreciate all you guys tuning in, and uh, we're gonna get out of here. So we are out. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you tune into our new releases every week on your favorite podcast app. 
Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and check out leatherbrains.com for all of your fantasy football needs. And remember, Brainiacs, a championship should be more than a fantasy.